Welcome home to the Tiny Hat Energy Podcast. My name is Amanda, and my commitment is to be radically vulnerable as I share my story, energy, and love with the intention it will help you as you journey through life. I am on a mission to help create a new world of love where space is saved for everyone's Tiny Hat Energy. My name for the energy present when we embody our most loving, vulnerable, and authentic self. Together, we will walk through both immense suffering, from trauma, addiction, incarceration, grief, and mental health, and immeasurable joy from overcoming suffering, finding my tiny hat energy, and living once-in-a-lifetime experiences. Every moment of my life has been a gift from grace calling me home to my natural state of love. After almost taking my life in a desperate attempt to stop suffering, I finally woke up and answered that call. I welcome you to join me on this journey of learning, unlearning, healing, and loving. I'm so grateful and humbled that the universe brought you here with me today, and I love you. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode nine, and today we are going to talk about your warrior spirit. I love those words, and it's something that has been really deeply manifesting in my life, and so I'm really excited to share my thoughts on that with you all. This is probably my favorite episode thus far, if I can say that. And before I get started, as usual, a little quick life update because it's been two weeks. We have said goodbye to the house in Oregon. We have left and we are one week into this full-time adventure of RV living and traveling the country. It has been so challenging and so beautiful, as always, the duality of the situation We have had two more leaks, so we are up to three leaks in three weeks, which is just RVs and water, and we are learning, I feel like, the hard way. For example, we didn't know that there is a condensation drain in the refrigerator, and so that froze over, and we didn't know that you need to check that regularly, and so all of the condensation drained into our living room. (laughs) And so, yeah, you can prepare and research as much as you want, it is a completely different way of life. And we spent our first week in the redwoods. Oh man, I cried so much with these trees and at these trees, the beauty of them, and you know, did some tree reiki. I could not even find the words to possibly describe to you all how magical and beautiful these massive redwood trees are and I'm just so grateful to have experienced that and it reminds me that this is why I'm doing this journey and that nothing comes without challenges and there's going to be growing pains. We are now a week later in Redding, California and we are here to see Mount Shasta and Lassen Volcanic National Park because we're doing all the national parks. I will let y'all know next time how that goes. Mount Shasta is considered the root chakra of earth. Uh, I think I've mentioned this before but if you don't know what chakras are, they are your energy centers. We all have them. You have a root chakra. It's kind of down by your tailbone in between your legs area and earth has them too and so I'm going to go sit my root chakra on earth's root chakra and meditate for several days and I can't wait to see what comes of that because I'm really deeply craving that deep connection to God and nature and I can't think of a more perfect place to foster that. Going back to warrior spirit, I think for me my warrior spirit was activated when I was in prison and I was trying to think of like exactly when that was. I was yeah about 22-ish when I think this happened for me and it just was a moment of knowing I am willing to do whatever it takes no matter how scary no matter how difficult to 
have a better life, have a different life to, to not live this way anymore. You know, at the time that was obviously addiction. For me, that's kind of when it started. And it's, you know, it's come in and out. There's times where I forget that I have a warrior spirit. Lately, I'm just seeing this like full integration and embodiment of this warrior spirit. And it's really happened this past week. Driving away from a physical house, not having a home base to go back to anymore. You know, you don't have the the conveniences of that. It's so much more work living in a house on wheels. You are completely at the mercy of nature and the weather and the road conditions and if your car wants to work that day and what RV parks are available or what's open. It's just really been this like deep calling for me to tap into that warrior spirit and remember I am a warrior. I am God's warrior. I am a warrior for love and authenticity is what it says on all my social media and it's really just calling me to like embody that at all times and I just want to say we all have a warrior spirit. Every single one of us, you included, you can call it so many things. You can call it your soul. You can call it your higher self. You can call it whatever resonates for you. In essence, for me, it's really just remembering you are, I am, we are all powerful beyond measure. We are all eternal, right? The body dies, the soul doesn't, and we are all co-creators. And when you really activate that warrior spirit within and like know and believe that you can start to co-create with whatever higher power you believe in a life far beyond your dreams I'm regularly almost daily now getting visions of my future in like six months a year when we've found our land and bought our land and built the sanctuary we're currently about to start designing it's just really incredible like I never could have imagined those things and it really took activating that warrior spirit the flip side of that okay that sounds great right activate my warrior spirit what does that even mean like what does that entail if I can share my personal experience, for me, it's been number one, embodying courage over comfort. Fear is something I have been learning a lot about recently, and I'm going to give a couple really good book recs of books that I've been reading, but fear is where humanity's at right now. The human race is living in a state of fear. We are brought into living a life of fear from the time that we're born, and courage over comfort to me is finding those things that scare you, coming up against those things that scare you and doing them anyways because you are a warrior and you are eternal and you are powerful. And that's not to say I don't feel fear and I wasn't absolutely freaking batshit terrified driving away from the house that we're selling and going off and being at the mercy of nature and, and myself and life. It's just to say that when that comes up, I choose to healthily feel it, address it, let it pass, touch and release it and then do it anyways. And so many people, that fear comes up and then they just immediately shut down. They immediately are like, I'm not gonna do that thing or this feels uncomfortable. That's embodying courage over comfort. And if you don't know, I have that tattooed on my chest across my heart. It literally just says in script, courage over comfort. And I really just wanted to remind myself when I got that, that comfort does not get me this magical life that I'm envisioning. Comfort does not get me out of suffering. Comfort does not help change the world. Comfort does not impact millions. And that's what I'm here to do. And I don't know what you're here to do, but whatever it is, 
comfort is not going to get you to where you want to go most likely and so that's my first tip and my second one is walking in alignment with whatever you believe in the universe source god creator And when I say walking in alignment, I mean you can't want a life of insert blank whatever you want and then not take appropriate actions or have appropriate boundaries or put in the work to have that life. Eric and I could not have said, oh, we want this, you know, magical sanctuary and, you know, we want to buy land and do all of these things. That was not going to happen until we sold our house and let go of the attachment to our first home. And we'd been thinking about doing that for almost two years and fear just kept keeping us from doing that. And it wasn't until we embodied courage over comfort and walked in alignment with the path that we are creating, co-creating, and listed the house that we really embodied courage over comfort and started making that happen. And so... I just would encourage you not only to work through that fear and choose to push through that fear, but walk in alignment. Make sure that your actions and your thoughts and your beliefs and your emotions match what you're trying to build. I have two really great book recommendations that I really, really want to share. I just finished reading the most incredible book. It's called Broken Open by Elizabeth Lesser. She is the founder of the Omega Institute, which is like one of the biggest spiritual institutes, I think, in the world. Don't quote me on that, but I think it's the world. And this book is so good. I could not put it down. Basically, the essence of it by the title is when we are broken open, when we jump off the deep end, when we full force go into the things that scare us or that are going to tear us apart, that's really when we are broken open to like start rebuilding. And something she calls it is the Phoenix process. And I just have the most beautiful analogy for this because in the Redwoods, there was this massive tree and the tree had died or fallen. I'm not sure what happened to the tree. Then it had started regrowing off of like one of its limbs on top of that stump and that original stump. And so essentially like this huge massive tree grew for, you know, hundreds, a thousand years, fell over and then kept growing a new tree. And it's kind of like that phoenix process. And I just stood there staring at this really beautiful analogy in nature of like that's me that's you that's all of us that's all of those brave ones of us who break ourselves open who completely undo our life and push through that fear and choose courage over comfort and walk in alignment to heal and build that new life and while that is unbelievably challenging and and scary it is so worth it and on the other side of it you are always I don't know there's anyone that's like oh I wish I wouldn't have done that it just it's such a beautiful thing the other book that I want to recommend I'm currently reading is called Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz and this book is wow (laughs) I have read a lot of books I love to read and love is kind of like my thing this book is incredible the way that he just so eloquently explains love and something that he in essence talks about in this book is that humanity is inflicted with the disease of fear the world is run by fear and ego essentially which look around that's very very true and that the antidote to that and the antidote to all of our problems you know as I always say as my business is founded on and you know my partner and I's podcast is love love is the always the answer love is 
the thing that unites us all. Love is what the universe knows and, you know, it's it's all love. It's just a really beautiful book of wisdom from like the Toltec wisdom passed down and I could not recommend it enough. So those are the the books that I'm reading and, and I'm kind of like seeing this pattern in these books I'm choosing right now about like change and I think the one I read before Broken Open was literally called Finding Yourself in Transition <laughs> and as y'all know change is just kind of the theme of my life right now but something I was thinking about when I was getting ready for this episode is change is kind of always been my life like if you listen to my intro series if you know me or you know even if you don't my entire life I have lived multiple lifetimes I was a really devout Christian who was engaged to my high school sweetheart and going to school for psychology I then lived my life of addiction and was you know a drug dealer and a prison and you know living in all of that and then I got out and became you know this new version of myself of kind of rebuilding and you know getting my life back and then three years ago when I went through my dark night of the soul and had all of those losses that I've shared about kind of became this really the really like lowest version of myself like even more so than my addiction just really angry really numb, really shut down, you know, going out and partying a lot, very materialistic, completely disengaged from spirit, God, anything related to that. And now, you know, a year ago, my spiritual awakening really took off and I became that version of myself. And I'm kind of seeing over this last two months, this new life of completely releasing all attachments. I had the opportunity to let go of pretty much all of my dad's possessions. I have a couple of things, like, I mean, I have his car. Obviously, his car is towing our trailer now, and, you know, I have, like, a couple of his blankets and a few little sentimental things, but I really, like, let go of a lot of that stuff, you know, letting go of a lot of, like, all my childhood yearbooks and all these things that were just weight and stuff holding me down, and as a result of that, I'm seeing this really free and present and hungry, you know, spiritually especially, but just hungry for life, hungry for connection, hungry for more love, more healing, more God. And it's this, I'm just becoming this like really positive, silly version of myself, like my my true self, my my inner child, if you will. And that's just really cool because I used to get glimpses of that when I would have, you know, moments of authenticity, but now I'm seeing that every day, sometimes all day. <laughs> and that's just really cool. Being in this constant state of growth and expansion. I if you have not figured this out yet, refuse to be complacent or stagnant. I get bored really easily. I have this insatiable hunger for growth. And if I'm being really honest with myself, this is where like some of your quote unquote negative or dark traits can really play to your benefit because I could definitely say that I have historically been a little bit addicted to the suffering. I think we all are in some ways. Not so much suffering, but the pain of like growth specifically. And what I mean by that is, you know, this insatiable hunger for growth is really driven from when I look at something and I'm like, oh, that looks really hard and challenging. Like selling 90% of your possessions, doing that, like that's really uncomfortable. And actually, as I'm working this out loud right now, I'm realizing it's really just kind of 
I think I like the feeling of discomfort. I don't like being comfortable and courage over comfort, right? Like comfort for me is boring. Comfort for me is a waste of this precious gift that I was given. Like I wasn't given this gift of life to come on this earth and work a nine to five at a job for some corporate company, not really contributing to like the betterment of humanity or myself and taking some vacations and raising a couple kids and then dying. Like that's a great life and I am here for more. I choose more. I choose different. And so if you're craving something different more, that's your warrior spirit calling to you. That is your soul calling to you. And I would just encourage you to like sit with that and and feed that because it will keep calling. It won't go away. It will get louder and the suffering will, you know, potentially increase. And so it's really just a calling to activate that warrior spirit. And, you know, a really dear friend of mine who also does the RV life, uh, the day that we pulled away, I, we sent them a message and we were like, we did, you know, we did it. We just drove off. Like, this is it. Here we go. And they were like, warrior spirit activated. And it just really was this moment, this powerful moment of, I am powerful. I've got this. God's got me. I trust myself. I trust the universe. And there's nothing that can happen in any situation that I can't handle. So the car breaks down. You fix it or you get a new car. So there's a leak. We have a warranty. And those situations traditionally would have just been so destructive to my day. And now it's like, meh. That's kind of a cost of this life. I live in a house on wheels in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) It's just really this drive to constantly be growing has something that I think for me is why I've gotten to where I have and frankly so young, like I'm only 30. I'm just encouraging you like no matter where you are and no matter what age you are, find that warrior spirit. Like listen to yourself, listen to your soul. What does your soul want? Do you want to spend your precious time on this planet working for someone else? Do you want to spend your precious time on this planet watching other people do the things that you want to do? I'm getting emotional because I'm thinking about you sitting there right now having all of these dreams and being too afraid to do them. Fear is not helping you. It's keeping you right where you are. I cannot even count how many people dozens and dozens probably going up to triple digits now of people that have told my partner and I I want to do what you're doing so bad I'm so jealous I wish I could do that you can you can do anything in the world that you want when you really truly know and accept that that there is nothing, there's no problem that can't be solved. Well, I have kids to provide for. Then let's find another way to provide for them. Find a skill that you have and turn it into a business and be your own boss. Like there are so many ways that you can work on the road. It's all of the excuses, aka fear, that is keeping you from living out your warrior spirit. And as someone who faced all of their darkness and demons and attachments and fears over this last few months starting this full-time RV journey, I'm here to tell you, you can do it and it's worth it. And so my challenge for you today is I want you to write a list of all of the things that you want to do, but you fear or think that you can't. Just sit down and write them. I want to travel the world. I want to do the full-time RV living. I want to start my own business, whatever it is, write your list and I want you to pick one thing on there and I want you to do it. 
right now because the only thing that you have is right now. And as someone who has lived through immeasurable suffering and immense loss, this moment is so precious. You are in control of it. You can create any life of your dreams. You are a fucking warrior. And so I want you to make the list and pick a thing. And it doesn't matter what phase you're in in your life. It can be something so small. If it's, I've always wanted to shave the side of my head. Guess what? Me too. And I did it. And I was terrified of doing it. And I didn't know if I was going to like it. But I did the thing just to mark it off my list and stop giving it energy make your bucket list and do it now. There's no reason to wait until you're older and in maybe not as good of shape. That is the lie that we've all been sold. We've all been sold this lie that you need to work a nine to five for somebody else, pay 30-40% of that to a government that really doesn't do anything for you in taxes and work away the best years of your life. Like be a good citizen, go to work, pay your taxes, raise a couple of kids and then when you're, you know, in your 60s, 70s, then you can live the life of your dreams. You can live the life of your dreams right now. I'm sitting in an RV recording this podcast in Redding, California and it took a lot to get here and it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot to overcome that fear. You have the power to make the choice. Activate your warrior spirit. Don't let fear control your life anymore. You were made for so much more. You have the courage of a lion inside of you and I cannot wait to see what your life looks like when you activate that for yourself. So thank you for being here with me today. I love you as always and I will see you here soon.